Welcome to another episode of Lottery Dreams and Fortune. My name is Timothy Schultz. This is an interview with lottery winners Calvin Wilson and Denise Banks Wilson, who won $4.75 million from the Illinois State Lottery. I was super excited to sit down with them. If you're new to this channel, I am also a lottery winner. Way back in the day in 1999, I won the Powerball before going back to college to study journalism and broadcast news. I'm now combining my experience to launch this podcast to interview people with fascinating stories including some other lottery winners, and this happens to be one of those interviews. Now, in 2017, Calvin Wilson and Denise Banks Wilson won $4.75 million from the Illinois State Lottery. I was super excited to sit down with them and hear about how it changed their life and even what it was like to be on national television. And you're going to want to listen to the end of the interview because we also really get into whether they thought they might win the lottery, whether they thought it was ever possible. And it is a very, very fascinating conversation. So without further ado, let's get to it. Here is my podcast interview with $4.75 million lottery winners, Calvin Wilson and Denise. Denise Banks Wilson. How are you guys doing today? Uh, we're awesome. We're doing good. Very well. Thanks for asking. Good. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, you won the Illinois State Lottery. Is that correct? Right. Uh, it was the Illinois State Lottery. And it wasn't a the, the, no, that's Powerball? It. Oh, okay. No, yeah. No, Powerball. It was, a, it was a quick pick. Wow. Well, congratulations. That That is incredible. So can you walk me through the day and what led up to buying the ticket? Weird story. I was heading to Chicago. I lived in Springfield, worked in Springfield rather. Um, I was heading to Chicago for a conference and I like caramel flavored bugles. So I stopped at a nearby service station from my office and they didn't have them. So on the way out of town, I saw a new service station and they had them. So I went in, got got the uh, caramel flavored bugles and a bottle of water. And when I went up to the counter, the salesperson was fiddling with instant tickets. And I said, go ahead and give me one of those. Not the instant, but the, a quick pick. So I got the quick pick. Uh, I get back into my car. I'm really excited about the bugles. I threw the change, the lottery ticket, the receipt, all of that on the floor, drove all the way up to Chicago. Um, that was on a Thursday, had this conversation with my twin brother about how many songs there were in Hamilton. I found out I only listened to half. Hmm. So on the way back from Chicago, I had said, I'm not going to stop. I'm driving straight through. It would have been about five hours, five hours. I'm not going to stop because I want to hear the other 23 songs. I get home and the next day my husband forces me to clean out my car. So I pick up all the trash and I have a box in my living room that I was throwing it in so that we can shred it. And the lottery ticket fell out. Mm. And I just put the lottery ticket on the table and I left to go to my conference. Several times throughout the day, I received, you know, a, a Facebook, not Facebook, Facebook notice that the winning lottery ticket had been sold in Illinois, I mean, in Springfield. Mm. And at one point I called my husband. I said, hey, the winning lottery ticket was sold in Springfield. You know, and that was it. Well, when I saw it again, I clicked on the link and it had the service station and I called him back and I said, you know, the winning lottery ticket was sold in Springfield. And I think I bought one at this gas station, but I don't know where it's at. And so then he picks up and says, go ahead. Well, uh, the lottery ticket was laying on the dining room table and I play the lottery all the time. So mm -hmm. I have a nightstand full of I never lottery played. tickets. <laughs> so I've already taken the lottery ticket and put it on my nightstand. I mm -hmm. told her I knew where it was and I check it out when I got back home, thought nothing of it. You know, went mm -hmm. on about my day. Mm -hmm. uh, I was sitting in the living room watching TV. 
And it just hit me. Okay, let me go check and see if this tick the winning ticket. I open it up on the website. Immediately, I see all six numbers match. But now, now I'm dreaming. Like, okay, this can't be real. I rub my eyes. Mm-hmm. I, um, I called the number on the ticket. It read the numbers out loud. I read the entire back of the receipt. Like, okay, this can't be happening. And then I called Denise on the phone and I was whispering. And, and here's the deal. I was at a conference, 3,000 square foot conference hall. I mean, huge conference hall, no more than 3,000. He was at home in a 3,000 square foot home by himself. Mm-hmm. But he calls me. Now, at this point, it's lunchtime. So I'm in line to eat and I had new shoes on. So my feet hurt. And there's like mm-hmm. five people in line. And he calls me and he said, hi, hear you and he said go outside well i go outside and the phone drops call drops so i go back in now there's like 15 people in front of me and he calls back and he does the same thing and i'm like i'm not getting out of my line i'm not getting out of the line what are you saying i'm not getting out of the line he said come home we got the winning ticket well by then i forgot about the lottery ticket thing and he said just come home (laughs) so i get in the car and the first thing i do is call my brothers and uh, I said, Calvin said that we won the lottery. And, and my brother said, well, how much? I said, $4.75 million? Mm-hmm. So by that point, I'm pulling up at home and I walk in the house and my husband by himself at noon is carrying a, a big bottle of 1800 tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so he's celebrating. I had to look at the ticket and then I signed it and put it in a Ziploc bag and put it under the mattress. No, no, no she did everything I did. She she went to the website. Mm -hmm. She said, this can't be true. This can't be happening. She checked the date. She checked the time. She made sure it was Illinois. She read the back of the ticket. We called the phone number again. And then we had the moment where we just lost it because, you know, we was like, what do we do? You know, like, honestly, like, what do you do? Yeah. No. I'll tell you, we bought the ticket on Thursday. So it's Thursday. It was in the trash from Thursday at five until Saturday morning. It was literally in the trash. Literally in the trash. In the trash on the, on the car. In the car. On the, oh, the, on the car. Or and, car. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. Uh, but, but, but once on Saturday, then I started, I kept watching the news online to see, because I was sure somebody was going to come in and claim the ticket. Yeah. But so, yeah, we, we thought it was somebody in Illinois. It. We didn't think it was us. And so hmm. she, her words were, I think I may have bought a ticket there. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you know, OK, well, you know, a million people buy the ticket. Yeah. And, and like I said, I went about my day and it wasn't, well, I don't know, an hour or two later that I discovered that we had won. Wow. That's yeah. that's incredible. Oh, my gosh. So, Calvin, what were you thinking, you know, before Denise got home? What were you thinking when you you first saw that the numbers were matching on the website and you'd gone out and, you know, got this tequila and so forth? But what you know, what was going through your mind? I mean, you know, it's, it's like it's like everything, everything that you see when you see someone on TV describing it's like an out of body experience. You, you know, you, you don't believe it. You know, you're pinching yourself. You're telling yourself this can't be happening. I mean, you know, it's like a dream. I mean, really, honestly, I'm, I'm in this home by myself. I triple checked to make sure that it was the correct ticket. I didn't want to fool myself like, OK, you know, I got the wrong state. You know, this, you yeah. know, you know, this is Illinois website. And so there was there was this I don't want to say it was disillusion. There was just this unbelief. There was this huge yeah. unbelief. And it wasn't until she came home and validated like, OK, you're not crazy. This It's the winning <laughs> ticket. And I didn't call anyone. 
So I didn't call our kids. I didn't I didn't have no one I could call and say, okay, hey, you know what? Guess what? We won the lottery. That wasn't our strategy. Hmm. And so we came home and done the same thing. That's when we had that. Well, I actually he I never had that, oh my God, I want that publisher's clearinghouse respect. I did. Reality. He had it. I had mm. it because and, I was and, the one. And that, he told, yeah. As soon as I logged onto the website, I knew it was the winning ticket. I mean, I knew. I mean, it was like, it was, huh. oh, shit. wait a minute. Okay, it's going to be one number off. No, it's all six numbers. Wow. <laughs> it's oh all my six. Gosh. It's not five. It's not four. It's all six. It's, it's the winning ticket. So, Denise, what, you know, what were you, what was going through your mind? You know, again, I never had that publisher's clearinghouse. Mm. I never believed it. Um, We didn't actually redeem the ticket until Tuesday. So from Saturday until Tuesday, I checked my phone like every 10 minutes. Mm. I just knew somebody they were going to announce winning ticket ticket winner showed up today. And it it just never happened. And I stayed in that, I guess, that state of disbelief from the time he told me until we actually redeemed the ticket on Tuesday. Hmm. But so you put it in a, a Ziploc right. bag, baggie call, under I under a pillow. Insurance lady who did all my financial planning, and she's very hmm. matter of fact. She said, "Take the ticket, right? Calm down. Take the ticket, sign it, put it in a Ziploc bag, and put it under your mattress." Hmm. So that's what I did, <laughs> and that's where it stayed until uh, Tuesday. Yeah, until we took it out Tuesday and went over to the. Uh, Lottery place. It's a lottery office. Yeah. Wow. Did that did that make you a little nervous having a piece of paper worth oh, that much? Well, I, I wasn't so nervous with it being in the house, but when we left our home, um, we had picked up our financial planner because we wanted him to go. And when we when we traveled from the house to mm. the lottery office, I remember being petrified because I had it in my purse, but it was was one of those things where you're constantly checking to make sure uh, it's in the pocket, zip, unlock, zip it, unzip it, zip it, unzip it, just to be sure. And did they do a press conference or what, what did you claim it publicly or anonymously? Do you have that choice in Illinois or? So what happened was, is that they were looking for the winner to show up in Springfield. Hmm. So you had all the media at the different outlets in Springfield, Illinois. We lived in Edwardsville or uh, in Maryville at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we let we lived a hundred miles so. south of Springfield. So they would they they were out there with their cameras waiting for someone to come claim it in Springfield. <laughs> and we went to uh Ferry Heights. Yeah. And the lady there called on the phone and said, Well, the winner's here now. And so we didn't have any media press right yeah. then. Well, she asked, she said, she said, they're waiting for you. They're in looking for you in Springfield. It's like, no, we're down here. You know, so. And they said, Why did you come here? It's like, we live here. We live here, you know. So. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have the media press right then. But but in Illinois, if you win more than a million dollars, you have to go public for the yep. integrity of the game. Yep. So mm-hmm. we did have to take pictures. And, and it just yeah, so happens did. our son was there. He's the only kid who got in the picture. Yeah. Mm. Um, to be with us. Yeah, it's, it's they won't give your address, but they will say, okay, the winner was in Maryville, Illinois. Hmm. And so, you know, the people, you know, you know how folks yeah. are. And I'm, and I'm from Springfield. Uh-huh. My whole family is there. So, mm-hmm. once that word got right. out, that yeah, she that had night, won. Yeah, yeah, because we, right after we did that, which is really kind of anticlimactic, but after we did that, we went out to eat. Hmm. And we sent, an, we, we sent an email to uh-huh. our family. And actually, we sent them a picture of the lottery of what we had done. And they were like, so 
You in the lottery? And well, her our, family was like, mine yeah. wasn't. <laughs> I was planner, like, what you going to give me? So You're right. a conversation about with the financial planner, like, okay, so what do we do? He said, go public. He said, get out ahead of it. Huh. So I knew in my hometown, hmm. once my family found out, it would be everywhere. And yeah, our financial planner says that we should we should go public. We didn't we weren't bragging or boasting. We just uh-huh. made a little post and said, "Oh, we're, we're no, lucky. I said I said the winner is the winner is. I just showed like that ticket into the winner because, is because because uh, hmm. right after that we they did put up. We would walk into a gas station. Our picture was everywhere. Wow. We were I mean, on the digital. We were, we're on the digital. We were on the digital picture. screen, so we could walk hmm. into any gas station in Illinois and, and be like, "Oh shit, there we are." But my, yeah. my, my cousin wow. called me from Chicago. <laughs> my cousin called me from, Mark called yeah. from Chicago, and he said, "I was just in the gas station, and your picture came up." And I'm telling people, "That's my cousin. That's my cousin." <laughs> so, so yeah, the word, but the word got out in Springfield hmm. because. It was my sorority sister who worked for the Department of Treasury who had been posting the articles. Mm. So, so, you know, they had to report it. So it, it was it was it was a good time. I can't say that, you know, yeah. we really experienced any stress around that time. Oh, that's great. So the lottery fame that came with it was was mostly positive. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. It's my hometown. And 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 we were getting messages like um, to my to my brother and whatnot, like, well, you know what? I can't. It couldn't have happened to a better family. You know, mm-hmm. so that that was that made us feel proud. There was mm-hmm. never any negative press. And we did get questions like, well, you know, I'm sure you're having people come from out of the woodwork. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was able to say that no one could come to me and say, well, you remember the day that I did X, Y, Z for your family because it never happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, it just never happened. So I never, ever had any negative stress around that hmm. time. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting how it, how it affects everyone. Everyone has a different experience, but that is, you know, extraordinary. Did you ever imagine that you might win? Uh, yes. I mean, we'll go into details here. Um, yeah. My wife had took out loans for her kids to go to college in the sum of over $200,000. And the month we won, we were going to have to start making that monthly payment. I mean, you know, we were we were mm. going through our budget like two weeks and shrinking things. The I mean, the the payment was going to be what fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks a uh-huh. month, right? For uh-huh. twenty years, and hmm. my wife would say to me, you know, she would. I said, "Oh my god, oh my how we're going to pay? I don't know how we're going to pay this." And I would say all the time, "I said we're going to write a check for that." He he said, "Don't worry, I honey, said, don't we're going to write one check." I said, "We're going to write one check for that," hmm. and I always believed that I would win the lottery. I mean, she won the lottery, so I'm still going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we won. We he won. still says that. It's possible. I'm going to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm yeah. destined to win it. But and, and that's partly because of my faith. But, yeah, I used to tell her all the time that don't worry about that. We're going we're gonna to write a check. For it. He said, and, and when, we called, when we called to pay that, the lady thought we were BSing. Yeah. We, pay. we said we want to pay the whole amount. She said, you got to be kidding me. Said, no, no one does that. Because the first payment wasn't due yet. Yeah. The first payment wasn't first due payment was like going to be due in about two weeks, about a week yeah. or something. We were right. going to have to start making that monthly payment for 20 years. Wow. So we were 
Hello, and thank you so much for listening. My name is Timothy Schultz. I am the host of Lottery Dreams and Fortune. I just wanted to take this moment to personally thank you for listening. If you want to help support this podcast and get early access to new interviews and behind-the-scenes content, I will put a link to the Patreon page below. Also, if you want to watch this interview or any other interview on this podcast, I'll put a link to the YouTube channel below. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for your support. Now, let's get back to the interview at 15 to 16 dollars a month wow so we were cutting we was cutting fat man we were were going to be living like (laughs) we wouldn't be living like we're living now yeah and i'll tell you something else is that the the place we were renting had been was going up for sale so we had to be out of that place in two weeks because (laughs) because we hadn't bought a house in the area because we didn't know we were going to stay we we, we didn't know if we were going to stay and so everything just fell into it, it was perfect timing wow do you think it was uh, fate, or do you think it was God, or do you think it was? Um, oh, it was mere- God. Oh my it was God! God. Her, her dad used to huh? play the lottery religiously yeah. before he died. I mean, he played yeah. every time it was available. Yeah, and, and, he- and actually, we found that on the day he died, we found some money stuck under the towel. <laughs> but but yeah. but yeah, I I had you know, and I think I shared this with you is that mm-hmm. I for. For reasons I cannot explain, that in the back of my head, I always thought I'm going to win the lottery, not because I played, but perhaps it was because I was so overwhelmed with how am I going to get through? How many, I was newly divorced. How am I going to get through? How am I going to get through? And then it happened. I think you, know? you have. I think you have to believe. A lot of people are playing the lottery. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't believe they're going to win. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to get lucky. I think you move toward and become like the dominant thing in your mind. And that mm. you got to say that out loud. And if it never happens, it never happens. But you have to believe that you're going to win. He would go through the day saying something good is going to happen today. Yeah, something good is going to yeah. happen today. Yeah. yeah. And, it and, and to this day, I still do it. Yeah. That's so interesting. So fascinating. You know, I, I've interviewed quite a few lottery winners and quite a few of them think similarly. And they had similar experiences, believe it or not. And it's, it's just fascinating. And for myself, I had a dream about it that was very vivid a few months before it happened. And it convinced me that it was going to happen. And so I ask every other lottery winner about this type of thing. And a lot of people, they believe that they're going to win before it happened. I just find it very interesting. I have my Mega Millions ticket today for today. <laughs> mm. I have it already. It's 515 million, bro. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Half of a billion. Please come back on this show. Whoa. <laughs> Shaking up the camera, getting so excited here. But no, right. please, please All come right. back on the show if you win. When you win, half of a billion. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. When you win. Do you have any advice for other people that play the lottery and are really hoping to win? I guess it's really not advice. It's if you win advice. Mm-hmm. It's not play, play this game, play these numbers or anything like that, because like I said, I mean, I would buy tickets here and there, but I usually I usually couldn't even find them, you know, by the time the lottery came along. Um, I think we certainly have advice for those who find out that they have one, particularly if they win a substantial amount. I mean, I mean, if you win two hundred and seventeen dollars, you're talking about pizza for four, you know. But when you get into that million, yeah, or yeah. even the multiple thousands, depending on what, even the multiple thousands, yeah. you um, really need to have a plan. Um, there's always a gap in time between the time you win on the regular lottery and the time that 
you actually collect. And that's the time for some real deep reflection and a plan. We're older. So, and we were doing well. So it wasn't a, oh my God, I'm going to go do this. I mean, we didn't have, we, from the time we confirmed we won to the time that we were actually paid, we didn't, you know, we didn't go out and have parties or anything like that. Because anything that we doing now, we could have done then we had the credit, Mm -hmm. uh, she had a six figure year job. I had a six figure year job. And so in many ways, when people say what it feels like to win a lottery, I was right. living on a house on a golf course. Feels like normal. You know, yeah. and so for us, it was a boost. It was a yeah. huge boost. And but, but we weren't digging ourselves out of a hole. But we weren't digging ourselves out of a hole. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. and we weren't living paycheck to paycheck, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So for us, it, it was a little different. But she's yeah. right. It, the advice is after, you know, my, my biggest advice mm-hmm. to one who won the lottery is to just be still and wait. You got to have a plan. We plan to on the what penny. to to the to the penny. What you're gonna do? Yeah. All that. Our our financial but, planner made us write out everything right. we were gonna pay down to the penny. Right. And the morning that the money hit the account, um, we started making phone. We calls. did that. By the end of know. the day, we were debt free. And then we had plans on, on what we was gonna do. And, and and I think the other thing is is that you got to get it out to a system. And our financial planner recommended that. He said, Calvin, what's the what's the biggest yeah. thing you ever wanted to do? I said, sit half court at a basketball game. He said, you should go do that. And all I wanted wow. was he a said, purse. He said, get it out your system. You know, that, so. that day that day I had sent my husband a text and I said, This conference is so boring. I'm gonna need a new purse. And uh, when we talked to the financial planner and we were like, Okay, so now what are we gonna do? And he that was the he same said, day. What you gonna he do said, today? What were you gonna do today? I said, I was gonna buy a new purse. He, he said, said, Go buy your he purse. Said, go buy your purse. Yeah. And so uh, he, he didn't tell us that we shouldn't splurge, hmm. which I think you should do. He actually made us leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he said, what you guys leave for a couple of days and, you know, yeah, just we had to get do away that. from the city. And mm-hmm. but our biggest advice would be just wait, be still. Don't get in a hurry. The world's not going anywhere. The, the, the ideals for stuff that you have, it's not going anywhere. Your dreams that you want to bring to fruition that you've been waiting for all your life. It's not going anywhere. Wait, be still. Wait a few months. Wait a year. Slow down. Don't pump. Don't pump the gas. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you'll pay look your debt first, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. you look back and go, damn, I'd have just waited six yeah. months. You know, this opportunity. What? what a lot of mm-hmm. when, you, when you win the lottery, all of a sudden, a lot of opportunities come your way. <laughs> a lot. Of, I mean, people saying, you know what? I'm looking for an investor in this. I'm looking for, and, and, and my husband would say, like, well, who was going to help you build this before? The lottery, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you become everybody's what you're my Bank last account. hope. Yeah. You know, I hate to ask you, but you're my last hope. I know everybody else is asking you and I know everyone else is. So I decided to wait two weeks and I wanted mm-hmm. to wait. Until, yeah. Because so, I'm not like them. I didn't I didn't want you to think I was coming. I knew everybody was coming at you. So I decided to wait two weeks. Hmm. Like, I'm like, what is your last name? You didn't know them. Right. You, Know them. They were people who knew you in passing, and and because my husband is in, a, in entertainment, they were people that that I had only casually met through his events. Yeah. Hmm. But but he's in it. He's entertainment, so our picture was everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I mean, I'm very well known in St. Louis mm-hmm. and coming like that in Charlotte already because of some of the connections I have. And so yeah, you had people. You know, and yeah. I, you know, sometimes I was just lost for words. Like, you know, I was stung. Like, I can't believe you're asking me 
to yeah. do this. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, and, and, and I'll, I, I wouldn't in a million years, I would never do that. And I'll tell you, yeah. Tim, that there was this particular experience I had where I'd gone mm. to bed one night and mm. I had this really long text before I went to bed. And then when I woke up, there was another one really long text. And at the end of them, they said, I've tried everything and you're my last hope. Mm. Well, word hope really just kind of swells up inside of me. And then my husband and I were having breakfast mm. and I was talking about, I don't know what I, what I should do. You know, they're only asking for $200. They're only asking for $800 and, and I'm their last hope. And I don't recall what the conversation was, but I think it had some from him was something to the effect of, but what was their hope before you were the last hope? And I, and I actually it, it turned around where I actually kind of became angry because, you know, I'm like, damn it. How dare you make me your last hope? Mm-hmm. You know, now I have um, some kind of guilt, but I was able to work my way around that. And we did what we did was we developed a statement hmm. and statement read. Oh, you know, my gosh, you know, we're, we're really sorry that this happened to you. Really glad you thought of, we thought of hmm. us. but We have already granted all of the the all of the money we're going to grant we hope things go well for you and mm-hmm. when when either of us got that message hmm. we'd shoot it out hmm. that sounds smart that was, that was a survival mm-hmm. uh, technique because otherwise people can make you feel guilty yeah no that's absolutely true i felt i went through a period of feeling very guilty after i won way back in the day and so i had to i had to learn to to grow thick skin and to say no to people or to just not respond, even though you feel sorry for them. But I just, you know, understood that there, I couldn't help everyone, even a small portion of all the people that would ask for money simply because I won the lottery. So, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and it, it was, it was audacious for some folks. Cause for me, I, I would never come to you if you was my best friend, Tim. Yeah. And say, Hey, you know what? You're my last hope, you know, personally myself for people who are truly my friends, Mm-hmm. I see the status of their life. And if I want to help them, I would just help them. They would never have to ask. Right. <laughs> they yeah. would never have to ask. You know, yeah. I, one of my kids struggling with something, they don't have to ask. Right. I, I noticed, you know, you, you need some new tires here, bro. Let's get you something. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if we're not, if we don't know you well enough to be familiar with your situation, then mm-hmm. you don't know us well enough to ask for money. Right. Yeah. No, that makes that makes complete sense. And sometimes helping is too much help. People need to learn to suffer. I suffered. There were times where I had in my life where I had to wait to pay to, to get it done. I mean, you know, caught the bus, mm-hmm. parked the car. I ain't got enough money for gas. So I got on the bus and went to work. So, yeah, yeah people, people need that experience in their life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just because you do win the lottery doesn't mean you're become a bank or something for you can't can't save everybody. But it's almost like you want to have a meeting and say, hey, look, we're not the family bank. <laughs> but we didn't want to. Mm. We, we never done that. Yeah. Well, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're the friend bank because it wasn't yeah. family. that done. It. Right. But it's it's amazing to to do positive things for other people, though, when you can and when you want to. But and when you choose sh- to do it, you know, mm-hmm. you know this yeah. and things like that. Yeah, I was raised in public housing and I always wanted to swim. And there was only we had a pool at all of the schools I went to, but they weren't functioning. Hmm. So I always said, I'm going to build a pool, build a pool at the Boys and Girls Club. I didn't do that, but I was a member of the Y. So Hmm. I provided scholarships. Hmm. um, uh, That's something that was close to my heart. 
That's wonderful. And yeah, so stuff like that, we found ways to give back. We thought about things that we went without when we were kids. Right. And that's how we that's how we showed our charity. Yeah, that's wonderful. So you mentioned the pool. So that brings me to you guys were both on My Lottery Dream Home. And mm-hmm. one of the things with that house, correct me if I'm wrong, was that you were looking for a pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? And I started looking for for homes because remember we had to move. I started looking for homes with pools the very Saturday. Hmm. And that ended up being the home that we bought. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Denise, Denise loves the water. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I was comfortable with or without a pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, again, it was something else that we could provide for our kids and our grandkids. grandkids. They spent a lot of time in that pool and at that house. So a lot of time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and there are uh, 14 grandkids I was reading. 14. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. All, all on my side. I mean, you know, we, wow. we're, we're a blended family. family right? So <laughs> all our kids have, but we, we blended well. Yeah. So we, yeah. we had our yeah. grand boys every, every summer. And we'll have them this summer. We're, we're flying Without now. a pool. Yeah. yeah. They're a little distressed well, about that. Well, we'll, yeah. we've got pools close we to us and, and, and then we have, you know, you know, so. Sure. Sure. With the My Lottery Dream Home, what was your experience on that? Was that? Oh, man. You know what? People ask me all the time about how David is. I'm like, David on television is exactly how David is in real life. We had an absolute blast. We filmed for eight hours, five days a week. And they cut it down to 22 minutes. But but we had a we had a great time with the entire team, the producers, the um, cameramen, and then of course David. He is all of the off camera time that we had was as funny as the cam- the time we had on camera. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 an it's an eye opening experience when we're watching shows. Now we know what's going on. It's hard to watch. Any reality show now, man. It's yeah, like you do know we, we, we know we, we know what's happening. You know, it's like you learn the backstory. You know, yeah. you know the backstory, and it's it's amazing. TV, you know, if you if we walked up to the door, we walked up to the door five times. Right. So we only <laughs> show so one, but you do it right. five times. Okay, and then you know you see us going through the house, and then we walk through the entire house. It was yeah, just it was so an amazing true. experience. Mm-hmm. And each home they have to go set up the cameras, the lighting. This lighting don't work. Let's shoot it again. You guys sit over here for a right. minute. Have you, it's going to be five seen? minutes. That five minute was 45 minutes. I will point two things out. One mm-hmm. is I never knew he could play the piano. Oh, I didn't know that either. I had wow. no clue. Well, you know, he plays the piano in the show. Yeah. People would ask me, well, did you know he could play? And the answer is no. And the second one is I make this loud screeching sound when I walked into this one closet, which was like really exciting. And they continue to use that as a promo for their next few seasons. They still show they're still they airing still, the show. Well, well, they still use her voice. Oh, my God. Like, it'll be a whole different scene. But they use her voice uh, from that show in promo now. I know. I know that voice. I know that sound. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. I should sign, so I'm, should have signed all the paperwork, man. You know, they're, they're making a killing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah. it, it was a fun experience. I'm glad we did it. I was hesitant, hmm. you know, so she had to convince me to do it. I was like, kind of yeah. like to convince him to do this interview. Oh, I was like, oh no. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you succeeded in that. <laughs> Denise, thank you. I was like, I don't know. I don't know about all that. But then it, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. to this day, we're in Charlotte. and. I, I was somewhere and I was pulling up and the guy kept staring at me 
And then finally he got the courage to come over and ask me. He said, did I see you on my lottery dream home? Oh. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's me. <laughs> but I've had that happen to me here in Charlotte. You know, since we've moved here, I've had several people recognize me from the TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that how does that feel? I've been on a couple of reality shows and have similar experiences. So it's very interesting to hear your perspective. But Wait, you, know. It's not, you know what? I, I, I have to tell you that there have been no experiences for us that have been um, negative. I think when we were in our hometown, um, we were we were at IHOP. And there were there was an older couple sitting on the booth next to us. And finally, um, the woman got up. She says, I don't want anything. I promise you, I don't want anything. I just want to know, are you guys the ones that were on the show? We're like, yeah, I mean, we're at IHOP. What could you be asking for? Well, well the first the first <laughs> right. booth saw us after we'd all done the TV show. What's the day it aired? Well, it was at an ice cream shop. At the ice cream There was this yeah. group of old, older mm-hmm. ladies. They, they were white. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but, but they were, they, there was a group of them. I mean, yeah. seven or eight of them. Uh-huh. And were they in front of us or behind us? They were getting out of the car. As they we were, getting were getting out of the car as we was getting out of the car. And they said, oh, there go my lottery winners. I mean, they knew us. Like, you know. We had that experience. We had that experience. Like, people actually really? recognized us, you know. Uh, I've had people recognize my voice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I remember you. You went. You remember you. You went to meet with that group, and you oh, guys had yeah. the meeting. And at the end, the ladies came over and said, "Yeah, I was. Ta- I was talking yeah. to a group of women, and uh-huh. we. It was a cocktail party, so we had probably talked for like two hours. Mm-hmm. And then one of them finally said, "Can I ask you a question? We'd been. We literally been in the corner drinking wine, talking for like two hours. And she wow. said, "Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Are you so and so? And they had my name and everything, but." Yeah, so it's all been good. We were just at, at home in St. Louis and at the repast there, one of the guys walked up to me and said, man, I didn't know you won the lottery. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we, I, didn't, I don't run around telling people I won the lottery. Yeah. You know, that's not something that you do. Uh, but they had saw me on TV. And so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get that all the time from somebody that I hang out with regularly mm-hmm. or, or, or who know me from the industry, but don't know I won the lottery because I never went around and. <laughs> you know, said that. Right. So people are very curious because every, every country is different. Every state has different rules and so forth. But in Illinois with this lottery, was this half right away or an annuity? And was it taxed? Like, how does that work? Well, it's taxed like crazy, but no, you have the option in Illinois to take a lump sum or an annuity. And we took a lump sum and so, the, I mean, that's that's a pretty substantial amount lost through the lump sum. And then you're taxed, mm. you're taxed based on your tax bracket, your pre-existing tax bracket. And our tax bracket was already pretty high. Hmm. Yeah. So so we paid a uh, we paid a substantial amount in taxes and we were going to be owing an additional two hundred thousand at the you know when we filed our taxes, which would have been in twenty eighteen. So we had to work with an accountant, hmm. which we did to our satisfaction. Hmm. And that's the thing that people don't know. That's that's probably one of the most misunderstood things about lottery winnings um, and whatnot. I agree that uh, the the whole tax thing and then in particular having to owe more tax, even after the tax, I mean, what, almost a million bucks. Yeah. I already took a million dollars and then you're going to owe another $200,000. So now you got to use the loopholes 
mm-hmm. or you got to create shelters so that you know, everything you can, legal. So you can keep some of the <laughs> yeah, right. some of the things that you earned that you won. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, no, it's it's amazing how much they tax in, in the United States on, on lotteries. And a lot of people don't understand that, but it, it is yeah pretty, pretty hefty. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it can be at least. And, and you know what's interesting is that if you were in a lower tax bracket, like like below the poverty level, and you won it, you'd have been paying less hmm. in taxes than someone who's up because they tax you based on your tax bracket. Hmm. It's taxed as income. Yeah. So so had I been unemployed and not making any money, uh-huh. I'd, have, I'd have paid less tax on my lottery winnings than to be gainfully employed, making income, having income. Yeah. So if I just been some poor lucky mm. person who played the lottery and won that, I, I'd have took home a lot more. A lot more. Mm. But, but we were grateful, and so you know, and mm-hmm. I, I had a friend of mine one time tell me how much he paid in taxes. I asked him how much did he make. So if you paid that much in taxes, how much mm. are you make? And so you you mm-hmm. have to balance that, or you or you'd drive yourself crazy over it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we still netted what two point three million or something like that. That was way. That was two point three million more than we'd ever had. <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. That's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's more than we'd ever had. Yeah, so that's what you have to battle when you think about the taxes. You got to focus on it. Get over right. it. I, I have this saying called Fido, and it means forget it, drive on, mm. because it will drive you crazy if you think about what you could have done if you'd had that other million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think that way, but think you know, we should be grateful for the millions that you got. Yeah, for a dollar, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't play the lottery. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. So, did you guys, Denise? You bought a purse, and Calvin, you you know, got to go to this. I don't know which basketball game, but one of your dream games. Uh, did you guys take? Any vacations or do anything, you know, crazy? Well, not at the time. We actually yeah, we, yeah, we le- left that day. Yeah, we went somewhere for a couple of days, but we didn't take no exotic vacation. No, uh, we didn't do anything, do anything like, like that. that. Um, you know, we were already in the process of buying a home hmm. or renting a new home because, again, Denise was working in in Springfield. Yeah, she was commuting ninety miles every day to work because of the lottery. She was able to retire early and. Um, so I mean, you know, yeah. the, the biggest thing we did was buy buy a home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so you know, and, and we could have afford the home we bought, but we was able to pay for it. You know, like okay, give it. We, we just want it. <laughs> you know, yeah. no bid. Right. Who, who, you know, it was it was the one time where you can say, oh no, you can't outbid us, bro. <laughs> 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 That's right. That's How right. Do you want to get in this battle? Just give us the home. Yeah. 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 It felt it felt good being able to. Mm-hmm. To not flex your muscles or anything, but to say, okay, no problem, let's do this. Yeah, and I, I think I've, I've enjoyed that. You know, spending most of your life having to save to do this and do that, but being able to say, okay, hey, let's go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, that feels good. You know, if we wanted to go on, a, and all I wanted to do is upgrade from Walmart to Target. Yeah, if we if we <laughs> wanted to go on when a I vacation, walk- yeah, when we want to go somewhere now, we can do it. We you know, don't. We before, don't do we it had much. to save for it. Okay, it's going to be twenty five hundred bucks. Okay, let's save. I'm 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 yeah. I'm I'm yeah. a very little spender. If I see a dress at Target for thirty dollars, I'm going to walk away. Like even now, 
Uh-huh. I'm going to go look at it, leave, mm-hmm. go look at it, leave. And then maybe the third or fourth trip, I'm going to buy it. So I think I, that's, I'm what, still, that's another another misconception. People think that you're just going to start. I guess some folks based on their DNA that they would start shopping at all these upscale stores. Mm. Without us, we still shop at Target and Walmart and we go to the neighborhood grocery stores and, mm-hmm. you know. Goodwill. Goodwill. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. 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 So, no, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would say that that going back to your question about what people say mm-hmm. or the, the how people felt, I, I think one of the things that that we get now, there are a lot of people we interact with mm-hmm. that don't know you won the lottery until sometime later. And you'll get a you're, you don't you're so down to earth. You're not like what I would have thought a lottery winner would be. And then the other mm-hmm. thing is for people who know us, my experience has been, you know what, Denise, you haven't changed one bit. Mm. You're still exactly the same. Those are those are those are really gifts they yeah. keep on giving. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark, Mark Cuban said that if you win the lottery and you're an unhappy person, you're going to be an unhappy person with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But if you're a happy person and you win the lottery, you're just going to be a happy person. And so for us, that's where it's at. So there, there are people who can come into these winnings and the money's not going to change who the core they are on the inside. So mm-hmm. if they're impatient, all those things, intangible things that you have, mm-hmm. the money's not going to make that go away. Right. It seems to, to magnify, it can magnify personalities, but it doesn't seem yeah. to necessarily yeah. change people. No, yeah. no. Yeah. You know, you gave advice earlier for, for someone that wants to win the lottery that is playing, but what advice, you know, if someone is watching this, in the future, so someone that hasn't won yet that's that's going to win the lottery uh, because it is possible that anyone can win, even you know anything's possible. But what advice would you give to someone that that wins four point seven five million? I think for me, um, and I may have said this earlier, is that you you've got to you know put the brakes on. Don't go out there and start spending and buying big ticket items. You know, sit back, take some time before you start. You know, live, live your life like you're living it now. You know, just, you know, for some people quitting their job. I, I think I quit my job a couple of months later. Um, my wife stopped working a year later. She was able to retire. Yeah, I, I drove I drove yeah. a, a 90 minutes to work. To work for, um, for an entire year. You, you know, know so a year and after a half, we won. Maybe, after we wow. won. So um, yeah. because, you know, and, and, and she she you know, she worked for the state of Illinois. So she was able to retire with a pretty good income. Hmm. My biggest thing is just be patient. You know, don't tell people. I mean, you know, it all depends on what state you're in. You're going to have to get it out there. I mean, so you you can do that part. You know, you may want to let your family know and things of that nature. And then just take your time. Be patient. Don't be in a rush to do anything. You know, examine everything. Question everything. Every idea. Even your financial planner. You know, like and I I would that that it obviously makes sense and people are going to want to celebrate. But but you're just celebrating on a larger scale than what you would normally consider a major celebration. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, if if you went to a two star restaurant in the past and you couldn't afford dessert, go to a two star restaurant, buy all the dessert you want. I mean, if that so. So you have to you have to find. Mm -hmm. An experience that makes you feel special, yeah. but you don't have to create new experiences. Yeah. Uh, stay humble. Stay humble. Stay, stay, God, stay, stay humble. to who you are. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that's what my wife and I have done mm-hmm. is that there's no one 
who's ever accused of us becoming pompous mm. because, different people. because we're different people because we won the lottery. Mm-hmm. So my, I, I dressed nice before I won the lottery. Mm-hmm. You know, I sit in the front row of the concerts before I won the lottery. And I shopped at Goodwill before I won the lottery. <laughs> so you still shop at Goodwill. So, so, yeah. so no, nothing's changed. And, and we had nice cars. And so, you know, and, and those mm-hmm. things, what you learn is that stuff is vanity. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, when you have a ton of money in the bank account and you're having a bad day because of just the environment or you know, the day, yeah. you know, money's not going to change that. Mm-hmm. A, a lot, people feel like, oh, if I can just have this, you know, $100,000 Mercedes Benz. Okay, bro, let me tell you, it's vanity. You're driving a couple of times and then after that, it's vanity. No, don't nobody care. You got a Mercedes Benz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no looking at you like that. No one's envying you because you're driving a nice car. Yeah. And a lot of times it seems like, you know, to get enjoyment. I mean, you can get enjoyment out of it, but it's to share it with people, the experiences, but just the material possession itself doesn't necessarily, I found. We bought, we bought our home. It was absolutely joyful that people could come over and just have fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, we were able to provide a social setting that that let's face it. Um, I mean, our home was like a bed and breakfast. So so let's face it, our family, less of our family, but certainly a lot of our friends because of where we were would never have had an opportunity. And it, we're just talking about. You know, hey, come over. We lit the grill. You know, bring something to eat. We got mm-hmm. the meat. Just bring bring your sides, and then we could sit outside and and swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that felt good. It but, felt it felt yeah. better. It felt good to be able to do it on your own, but it felt great to be able to have family and yeah. friends come over and enjoy it but as direct, well. But direct answer to your question is: people just need to be patient and wait. And mm-hmm. take their time. I think we did that. And mm-hmm. do some research. You know, mm-hmm. you know, research other lottery winners. I mean, honestly, you know, yeah. you know, learn all that stuff. Learn all you can. Mm-hmm. Learn everything that you can about the whole everything about money. What to do? What lottery yeah. winners do? Which ones fail? Why they fail? Yeah. That stuff, and then uh, and then take your time. Right. Would you say that the the lottery win has has made you happier? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, you know, we're not going to sugarcoat that. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, being able to. It, it really, it, you know, it's, when you it's, could... it's, it's power. Yeah. Having, having financial freedom mm-hmm. is very powerful feeling. Mm-hmm. So being able to say, okay, hey, you know, I, I, if, if, if there's something you want to do and you truly want to do it, you can go do it. And it's not being pompous. You know, it's not out the scope of what it is that you do in your life. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that when you want to do it is very, very rewarding, very yeah. freedom. freedom. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, definitely, it has changed our lives. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's wonderful. You both seem very humble and level-headed and and down to earth. Is there anything else that you wanted to say today that I just don't know enough to ask, or that you wanted to say? You're, you're, there are things like this. You know, we come from very humble beginnings, mm-hmm. and. You know, to win five, six, seven, a million dollars, you know, there's a lot of things you're going to do for yourself. But you do have family. And her family is a close knit family. My family is a close knit family. And you're going to want to do something for them. But it needs to be thought through. Hmm. It just doesn't need to be okay. I'm going to give everybody this, this, and that. Find a way to do something for your family. My, my mom, 
her dad would turn over in their grave if I won that much money and didn't do anything for my brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not how we were raised. And so it's okay to help your family. How to is more important than what to. It's how you do it. Mm. So don't feel guilty or feel bad. And it's got to be even. You can't say, okay, I'm going to help this brother. I'm not going to help this brother because this brother, you know, no. Find a way to do things for your family. The help is do, different. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. The help is the different. The help is different. Yeah. yeah. So for this brother, we did this. For mm. this brother, we, we, we knew we that. couldn't give him that kind of money. So we did this. Right. And so, yeah. So, yeah, it's OK to help your family. We, we weren't raised that way. If, if one of my brothers won the lottery mm-hmm. even today with me having substance, they probably would give me something. Mm. Because that's just the way we were raised. Sure. Yeah. You know, no, that's wonderful. So we are running sort of short on time here. But is, is there anything else that you wanted to say about the win or that that I should know about? No, because you and I talk. Was there anything that we talked about that that you wanted me to speak to? Can you come? Uh, well, you know, I'm very interested in all of this, but the feeling, the faith, the thought that you were going to win before it happened is really intriguing to to myself and to a lot of people that are watching this. Um, you, you didn't ask whether or not we were surprised. I don't think so. I, and I could very well be wrong because we may, it may have come across differently, but, mm-hmm. but did we think we would win? Were we hoping to win? That's one thing, but were we, and how we reacted when we found out we won is one thing, but were we surprised? And, and, and there was a part of me that mm-hmm. was just not surprised hmm. at all. And why is that? I, I think it's because in the back of my head, and I, and I can say this honestly, in the back of my head, I always thought I would win. But I I think it came from the, oh, my God, how else is this going to work out? You know, so so hmm. I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't anything magical, but I can say without being able to explain it in yeah. the back of my head, I, 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 I always say, thought yeah, I, I wasn't say, surprised. For me, uh-huh. it's just I live in hope. Hmm. And so. I mean, if you don't have hope, what do you have to live for? Mm. And so mm. you got to hope, not just that you win the lottery, but you got to hope that this go well. You got to hope. Yeah. And you, I live in hope. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I'm going my, my, until mine the death. <laughs> yeah, my, I can honestly say mine didn't come. Uh, but, yeah. but, you know, it was uh, obviously beautiful. No matter yeah, what. Um, and, you know, and, and, yeah. and there, there, you know, I, I would say this, uh, Timothy, yeah. that, that you're going to make a couple of bad decisions, but bounce back from it real fast. Learn from it, like very, very fast. If you do something, you know, uh, that's out of character or something like that, just don't continue to keep that shell on your hand doing that. You know, mm. you know, recognize that. <laughs> hey, you know, let me let me move away and get away from this. But you're going to make a couple of mistakes. You're going to make a couple of bad decisions. Hopefully, they're not million dollar decisions. <laughs> decisions, you know, so. they're recoverable. They're, they're right. recoverable. Try to keep your mistakes to a bare yeah. minimum. Yeah. yeah. And as you have, let's try to keep them. Yeah. Help them to be recoverable. Yeah. yeah. And then, like I said, my wife and I develop a system. We develop a system for no. Mm-hmm. My, my wife and I develop a system for when we went out with large groups to tell the waiter that we were just paying for us two first. Wait, yeah. we, that, down. That, we, well, we had to let the waiter know that we're not because. Well, it was because all. Of, let, let, can I finish? If, if the, if the, if the. And we were with people who know we won the lottery and the word came back to the table and said, who's 
to is this all one check? Everyone would look at us. Mm. Or look down. Or look down. Mm. What we had to do mm-hmm. is that we was with that group that knew we had won the lottery. We had to tell the waiter in advance that it's just, a, you know, just when you bring out the tickets. I'm paying for him, her, we would let them know. and that guy over there with the funny haircut and the black T-shirt and the earphones. We had to let them know in advance right. because uh-huh. I would go pay. Yeah, on several occasions, uh, uh-huh. we, had, we had some folks, more uh-huh. than several, who were upset that we didn't take care of the tab. Hmm. Who felt like because they were with us, hmm. that we have paid the entire tab for everyone hmm. and, made, and made that known. So it's it's learning yeah, that, those little things like that. You that go, and that's one of the yeah. things. Set rules. You yeah. asked what to do. Set rules. Set, set rules. protocols mm-hmm. so that you'll know how to act in those situations without thinking. When they mm-hmm. happen, because they're yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And you, you, you know, unless you unless you live in one of those states or where you can or you create a company and let the company claim the wins for the lottery, because then no one know. They'll say a, ABC company won. Yeah. So you can check. And then there's a couple of states where you don't have to go public. Mm-hmm. And so no one uh, ever know unless you tell them. But then there's more states where if you win. Yeah. We, we ha- eventually we had to do the press report. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So you have to do the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most states, that is the case in the, in the United States. I completely empathize with, with what you're saying that, you know, being at dinner and having people that expect you to pay, especially right after it happened, you know, so yeah. it, they're, it's interesting. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. To, to learn how to say, to, to set rules and learn how to say no and, you know, know what you're going to do ahead of time. Cause those things do come up. That's good, honey. Set rules. Wow. That's real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Just to sum it up real briefly, how would you say, if it, if it can even be real briefly, but how would you say that the lottery overall that has changed your life? Well, I, the only thing I could say is that, or the single biggest thing is that there are stressors that are inherent to most of our lives. And one of them being money and the stress of money can, the, the lack of money can be a, a, a source of stress in so many other areas. But for example, when the, when the vet called and said, okay, um, it's going to be $500 and she had given me an idea of going forward. It's not that you don't give a thought about it because you do, but you don't give a worry about it. You know, it's you don't, different. you don't stew over it. It's different now. Um, yeah. So, so my, like my husband said, money, money doesn't give you money. Money gives you freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would that that would be the biggest thing that has changed my our lives is the financial freedom. You know, we can invest now, you know, we can grow our income, you know, we decide to help our kids because you know that's what we want to do. We want to leave uh, we want their lives to be better. If there's a situation where we can help them get to where they need to be in their life. So it's the financial freedom and not not so you can enjoy better things in life, but so you can be more of a resource. Yeah, be more of a resource, you know, and, 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 and you know, like she said, that, that phone mm-hmm. call right there, okay, no problem, let's take care of it. Yeah. You know, whereas a few years ago, it'd have been like, oh, shoot, we got to take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, should, what should we do with the dog? What should we do with the dog? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you know, right. because he's had some pretty good expenses, man. But thank you, lottery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we may, we, we may not stay have Samson. <laughs> yeah. And that's some expenses, bro. Like, my God. Right. Your dog is in, in the vet right now. Yeah, he's at yeah. the vet right yeah. now. He's at the vet right now. And uh, mm. 
after Tim, mm-hmm. after spending four days in pet paradise. Yeah, literally mm. pet paradise. Because we, uh, we had to leave and go home for a few days, so we had to put them up for oh. four days. So, yeah. So, <laughs> oh wow. And, then he that, comes and that home. was about three hundred dollars. So he'll bucks. be about eight hundred dollars <laughs> since Sunday. Since Whoa. Sunday. Uh, wow. since, no, since Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. 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 Pet, yeah, mm, yeah, they're, they're living the high life. Living, yeah, they're, they're like family. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you, you you may have a few people envy you because of the way you treat your dog and how you take care of them. Like you spend that much money on the animal, it's like yeah, he's part of the family now. Yeah, no, I completely understand. But um, well, Denise and Calvin, thank you so much for your time. You you both seem very very humble and very down to earth, and you know it's it's such a privilege to to meet and, and talk to you today. So I really, really appreciate your time. Thank no, you. Thank no, you thank for you. having we us. Appreciate we appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. It's been fun. So that was my podcast interview with Calvin Wilson and Denise Banks Wilson. If you want to watch this interview or any other interview for Lottery Dreams and Fortune, go ahead and check out the YouTube channel. I will put a link to that below. If you want early access to interviews or want to support this podcast, go ahead and check out our Patreon page. I'll put a link to that below as well. As always, thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support.